Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach. And Nicole. Awesome sauce. It's been a I minute. I mixed it up tonight instead. Yeah, I know. I mixed up my wine tonight. So I am a white wine girl drinker now. <laughs> I don't know whether I should be concerned or scared. I- <laughs> um, It makes me a lot more mellower than red wine does. Red wine makes me very like just uh, oh. all over the place. Wow. Um, It has been a minute. And you know what? I was a little sad we couldn't do an Emmy prediction, but I'm glad we didn't because I would have been 100% wrong on everything I had guesstimated, and you probably would have known what I was trying to guesstimate. Um, But I'm not surprised. I'm really happy for who did win. I'm happy for the shows that we did get to see. Like, I didn't get to watch it live because I don't have live TV, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Zach created the script tonight, so I am hella impressed. I am hella ready for it. Um, Do you turn brains on this one? I'm impressed. I had time on my hands. I had time to. Um, All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. So Netflix has announced the launch of a free tier only available to Android users in Kenya. I think that's good. What's wrong with iPhone users? <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I think I don't know. It's where good. I, heard this, I, I but... like it. I, I when I saw this like two seconds ago, I was like, "That's pretty interesting." Yeah, I think I think Android users there's there are more Android users in the world than there are iPhone users. I think that's I why, be... and I think specifically on the continent of Africa. There are a lot of Android users, so I think that's why. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I think it's a great idea. Um, spread the love, you know? Get more people interested in these shows. Make it more available and accessible to people. Like, why not? So, I'm all for it. I mean, I don't have much to say about it other than that's great. Android users, congrats. Awesome. Um... So the Hawkeye trailer, have we not been able to to discuss this yet? It came out last Monday. Oh my God. Okay. So since it's Marvel. Yeah. I will. I will go. Um, Actually, what's funny is my boss sent me the trailer (laughs) in the middle of work. (laughs) Do you see what you've done? You see what you've done? You see what you've done? She goes, I didn't even know this was a thing. And I was like, yes. Um, no, I 100% the guys will come up to me at work and be like, so Shang-Chi. Or they'll ask me about like other Marvel projects. And it's fantastic. They actually, side note, my job created. So Halloween is a huge thing at my job, apparently. Mm-hmm. And the last Friday before Halloween is Superhero Day. And they said they created that for me. And I almost started crying because I was like, I'm actually, I don't know if I should say what I'm going as yet because I already have my costume picked out. I just have to purchase the pieces. Um, You can only guess what I'm going as. I'll spoil it. I'm going as Wanda. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, the Scarlet Witch. I'm getting that entire, like, I'm DIYing the outfit. Um, You're cosplaying. That's amazing. I'm so excited. I really am. I am ready. Um, I don't care that I I honestly, this is the first year I'm going to probably buy a wig. Like I'm going to buy like her brown hair wig for it. Maybe. Right. We'll see. But anyways. Right. Okay. So for Hawkeye, um, I liked it. I really did. I thought it was cute. I didn't think it was like out, I didn't think it was out there. I didn't think it was something that, like, it wasn't like, kind of like WandaVision. It's definitely one of those, like, feel-good shows that will still... Obviously, it's going to be canon to the MCU. It's going to have um, Kate Bishop. It's going to have, most likely, Yelena. If whoever hasn't seen Black Widow yet, spoiler alert, um, probably will see Yelena in Hawkeye at some point, maybe towards the end. Um 
So it's it's very known now that they're following the comics and that he is, um, I think, half deaf in one ear because of the explosion from Endgame. So we see that little piece in his ear. Um, and then I think it's going to lead to the Thunderbolts at one point. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see Julia Louise Dreyfus's character. I keep forgetting what her name is in the show, but... Think Valentina? Valentina, yes. I think we will see her at some point, maybe towards the end, trying to recruit Clint to the Thunderbolts and be like, this isn't the Avengers, because we now we know at this point that Hawkeye is not part of the Avengers. He is post-Avengers. He's trying to live his life with his kids. Love that the kids were in this. Love that um, I think it's Joe Russo's kid um, that she's back. Um, yeah, his kids were in Endgame. Um, so I think it's going to be a feel good show. It's Christmas time. We don't know exactly what point in time it is because we've, I've been hearing a lot of different things with each show that like, um, I keep hearing multiverse Dr. Strange shoes taking place two years after I hear, um, we know Falcon and Winter Soldier took place eight months after one vision took place two weeks after, God only knows where Spider-Man will take place after Endgame. Well, this one at least, but um, I think it looks cute. I've heard good reviews. I've heard, I think it's going to, I, again, they wouldn't create these shows if they didn't have some part of the MCU for the future. Definitely, um, him, and, him and Haley Steinfeld, I think they have great chemistry. I think they have that like father kind of daughter like the mentor mentee kind of mentality um it's very it's very easy to tell that they're gonna be great together um yeah i mean i, I watched a couple times i was looking forward to this trailer not gonna lie this was like one of the trailers of the year i was looking forward to and i think um i just love jeremy renner to be honest i've always said this part of the mcu love hawkeye love the underdog i love to see them come out on top i love to see the way they, the way they work. But it looks, I will say, 7 out of 10 for me. Excited to see it. Can't wait. Um, there's definitely been other projects that have come out that I'm like way more hyped for. But Hawkeye, I'm definitely, we knew this from the beginning. I love Hawkeye. I really do. So I'm excited. Your thoughts. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> It was it was cute. No, that that's that's what I left saying. You know, I, as soon as it ended, I was like, "Oh, that's a cute trailer." Yeah, uh, but no, that's what well, I said. It's a well edited trailer, but I was like, "Oh, it's cute." Um, it didn't. It wasn't what I expected. And I didn't. I wasn't expecting a Christmas show from them. Right, and but I was expecting a little bit see- more action, a little bit more. Uh, you know, progression, and I don't feel I left going, oh, yeah, I understand what's happening, or, like, I'm excited to see what he's going to get up to. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we got the, like you said, the the mentor-mentee situation. Um, I was confused about the suit situation and how... Kate has a similar suit, or if not the same suit, um, as Hawkeye, or as her, yeah, like from, her comic book character. No, from uh, Endgame, when Hawkeye was like, you know, doing his own thing and Ronan and slicing and dicing people. Um, that I suit. think she tried to mimic him. I think yes, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know the so comics I, well, but I'm assuming right, she and that's, tried. That's what yes. I was. That's what I was like. I was confused a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, and then you know, um, but yeah, cute, cute series. Didn't it didn't hype me up, and so that's why I'm a little bit upset about it. It didn't hype me up. It was just a Christmas movie to me. So I don't want to. I don't want to downplay it at all, but I'm going to say I kind of expected it not to hype me up. I kind of expected it because he really is the underdog. And so, so for me, there's only so much I can expect 
and that's how I thought that this is exactly how I felt with Bucking with a uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's exactly how I felt watching the series and Loki. That's how I felt until the last episode. What? I I don't get your argument. My argument is that I expected it. I okay. I'm like two glasses of wine in, so you gotta let me. You gotta give me two seconds. I mean, I, I'm giving you the time to process. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just like I don't understand what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say I knew it wasn't gonna hype me up, but I know I'm gonna like it. I know it's gonna come out to be like. Okay. It's but... it's kind of expect. I don't know. I expect these things. I expect with Hawkeye that I'm like, okay, it's not gonna hype me up, but I know that it's gonna be a good show. Like it's gonna have that moment. And we're but supposedly getting Kingpin in it. You didn't think that about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You were hyped out about it and severely disappointed. So, I yeah. Mean, can... I was very hyped up. <laughs> so I was. I'm very confused. I'm, very, what, I'm a confusing I, yeah. person. I, I'm very confused what you're, what you're trying to reference. But I don't know. Are you, trying to say that, are you trying to say that based on the fact that Hawkeye has new superpowers that you are expecting... The trailer to be underwhelming, however, expecting the content to be great. Okay, I, I yes. see what you're yes. trying to say. See, I can't form Which... my words like that. Okay. But yes, because right. I know I've learned going into each of these shows and even the films. I'm going to say that right now. Going into all, like these next two Marvel films, not going to hype it up. Because I know that if I hype up Spider-Man and then I get disappointed... So, with WandaVision, I wasn't disappointed, I will say. I did like the outcome. I did like the show. I thought it was marvelously written, marvelously put together. Falcon Winter Soldier, I was like, okay, let me see. And then I guess maybe it was like the slow, the slow drum roll for me. I don't know. But like, four episodes in, with these two, like... I don't know. Low-key, that was a slow roll for me, as you know. I was not... I was like, you know what? I'll watch it at some point. So I'm trying to go in through these next three projects, just not expecting anything. Listen, that Katie... That is a trash outlook. <laughs> Listen, is, Katie and I... Actually, terrible. did Katie tell you we have a bet? I heard, I saw... You saw? I, saw. I, I don't know the details of the bet, but I saw the gauntlet being thrown down and I, I was that our said group nothing. Chat? Yes. I decided to say nothing well, because she called I was like, me and made the bet. I want to get in the middle of this and I kind of want to see where this goes. So I was very quiet. It was, it, I think it's for, I don't remember the details, truly. I think it's for Spider Man No Way Home. She made a bet you with me about it. You don't remember the kid. details of a bet that you agreed to? Correct. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> swiftly moving forward. No, now I'm bothered by it. Um. Okay, so Marsha Lucas rips Disney's movies apart, claiming Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. I've not heard this one yet. I'm intrigued. Don't have a quote unquote. Don't have a clue about Star Wars. She went on to say it sucks. The storylines are terrible, just terrible, awful. You can quote me, J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy, talk to me. She is George Lucas's ex-wife who also won an Oscar for editing Star Wars and most of the original trilogy. <laughs> I'm so yep. sorry. I could not get through that. What? Yep. 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 So, I'm sorry, this someone is what had to say it. Here's the details. So, um... A book just came out about um, the producer for Star Wars. I forgot his name. I'm going to have to Google search it real quick. But uh, one of the producers for Star Wars. And she is in the book and she's talking about Star Wars because obviously she had a huge hand in making Star Wars what it was. Um, And then, yeah, just rips Disney to shreds as far as this new material. Um and she would know if one she won an oscar from star wars she edited most of the original trilogy so she edited um star wars a new hope return of the jedi and she is uncredited for the empire strikes back but she was in that too um and she was george lucas's wife through all of this so 
I'm sure she knows what the vision was. And she was like, yeah, you know, I, she was, she signed the, the interview saying, you know, I love Kathy. I think she's great. She's a ball of energy. She called her something like beans or something like that. Um, but this is was fantastic. Like, yeah, the product that they've put out is complete trash. They don't know what they're talking about. She was super upset that they killed Han Solo. She was annoyed about how, how Luke just disappeared. Uh, Leia's not in it anymore. And now they're just throwing out movies and movies and movies. And, and there is no context. And so I found this super interesting reading all of this today. Um, but yeah. I I wanted to know, in your opinion, mm-hmm. does she have a point? I mean, that one really made me think, to be honest. Um, as as a newly equipped Star Wars fan, I'm not gonna lie to you. Obviously, the prequel. Okay, so prequels not that great let's be honest they're right not the best um yes. agreed you're i mean you and chrissy give credit where credit is due i have to start with that you guys are the reasons i got into star wars oh wow okay well, chrissy mostly and then i was trying to impress a guy at the time so <laughs> all right okay <laughs> well anyways moving forward so Episode 7 through 9, not the best work. The Force Awakens was pretty good. Out of all three of those. Pretty good, I'm saying. Not like fantastic, not out of this world. Subpar. I agree. I agree. 8 and 9 are kind of just like the divorced parents that can't make up their mind. That one sways and then the other one kind of just like... Mm-hmm. dominates in a way I, that's the best way i can explain it like eight was just all kinds of messed up and then nine kind of is like the reason why it, it was just a mess so i will say i do agree with her in the sense that yes kathleen kennedy kind of messed up the star wars franchise ever since she came on as president um i don't think george lucas did great in handling the prequels um in all fairness, I mean, I do really, really like episode two. One of my favorites. Um, there's not much I can say since I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I thought they were good. And then people came at me a lot for it. So seven, nine, and eight for me. That's how I'm going to say it. Seven, episode seven, episode nine, and episode eight, because eight just didn't make sense in the forms of Leia dying and all of a sudden having the force and then Ray yeah. is a nobody going into episode nine with her with her grandfather being palpatine. Like that was all kinds of just Yeah. Made up storylines. But Yeah. I think I she agree. has a point in in certain aspects. I think that they did the best with what they could trying to finish off the series. I don't agree in Han Solo sense because Han, because Harrison Ford didn't want to come back at all. And he even told them We've had this discussion before. Harrison Ford told J.J. Abrams, if you're bringing me back, you're killing me off, officially. Uh-huh. That's just how I took it. I was like, okay, someone who's really done with the series, like, as Harrison Ford, should kind of grant him that kind of wish. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't really want someone to be a part of a project that doesn't really want to be there, but understanding, like, you want his character to finish off what they started years prior. Right. So, I mean, I guess that's my take on it, is that I understand what she's saying, but there's so many other aspects to that whole franchise in the first place. So, it's... I think Star Wars fans are a whole different kind of... (laughs) Whole different kind of franchise. I will never mess with a Star... I mean... So, I agree with your points. I also agree with her points. Yeah. Um... That is true. And deep down to my core, I will always hold that as a main point that I feel the material was tampered with. 
But to play devil's advocate, when you are a company like Disney and you have such a profitable franchise, why wouldn't you milk the crap out of it? Oh, exactly. And so, so her, yeah. yeah. So her complaints about you know the movies are just like making a bunch of movies and it doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. But it's they're not gonna about... continue the franchise while it's still hot, and they're right. Do they you have know how no, many... yeah, they have no no regard for the material. They don't care about you know. They're striking while the iron's they're, hot. They knew they were gonna start and they were gonna revive. The, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but like they knew what they were gonna do by reviving the fandom when they took the cat. I'll never forget the cast picture of when you see um, everyone back in the room. It's like a gray and white photo from way before force awakens started they were doing the table read that photo the fans went crazy and then i think that's when i started getting more into star wars and i was like you know maybe i'll just rewatch the series and see what it is and that's when i was like zach i don't understand these these movies yeah you can't be mad at them for um for trying while to make the money out of it. Yeah, trying to milk it. It makes sense, but again, I think there is a certain degree of if you are going to make money with it, at least do it right. And I think that's her main point. You you haven't done right by the material or you know, or the fans, and so you've missed everything that makes this franchise what it is, the magic of it you've stripped it away and made it commercial and although it gets butts and seats it does not fulfill what i think in her regards is the legacy that george lucas uh laid out so yeah i think she's a huge point i think considering her her catalog and what she's been able to do with her career i i would listen to her I mean, shoot! I would, I would bring her into the next board meeting of like, "Hey, we're gonna make another Star Wars uh, story. How should we do this? Why not? Why, why wouldn't you want to bring in one of the originators of the franchise that you are making money from?" Notice yeah. she didn't mention uh, John Favreau or David Filoni. F- facts, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know whether she's seen that material. I think maybe she's just watched the. Uh, movies or she has and she's she's just pointing out yeah the flaws you don't know for sure and sorry i found the name of the uh producer i want to make sure i get that right on here howard uh kazanjian i'm sure i've butchered that but major producer for the star wars films we'll see what happens um so I did want to move on to the Emmy reactions. Yes. <laughs> so the 73rd Emmys was last night and a lot of Disney was nominated. So like the Mandalorian, um, mm-hmm. WandaVision. Yes. Don Cheadle was nominated for like Best Supporting Actor for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know if that was daytime Emmys or if that was like this All Emmys, right. but I was like, that was interesting. Um, so, if we had done a predictions episode. Yes. We already know. I was I was wholeheartedly believing that Elizabeth Olsen was going to... Okay, so I knew it wasn't going to be Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Kate Winslet in the end. But I was very hopeful because I was like, you know what? Her and Katherine Hahn, they got this. Oh, They man. did not win, though. But... You know what? Good for the contestants who did. Um, the Queen's Gambit, I was not shocked. Did they win anything? Yeah. Okay. They won a lot. Okay, good. Um, I only saw like one episode, but I heard it was really good. I heard Anna Taylor. There are four hot actors in Hollywood right now, suppose, well, that are all the directors are going towards. And if I remember correctly, we did discuss this. Yeah, we discussed um, this. Anna Taylor Johnson, Florence Pugh. Timothy Chalamet, and I want to say Jonathan Majors? Yeah. Are the four, like, hot commodities right now, and I know, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Justice for Michaela Cole, 
No, uh, that that was me. I I am so glad. I felt like, and I know after talking to some people, I realized that I was mad about nothing really because I felt um, I made a straw. You should have been nominated last year, but I think what happened was the cutoff for the year that the Emmys considers like a full year of television. Uh, I may destroy you just missed. So it wasn't considered for last year, but it was considered for this year. So I'm glad it was considered. I'm glad she's got her flowers. So I felt there was justice there, even though really there wasn't any justice, but I know like the Twitterverse was, was insane when we didn't see I May Destroy You nominated and a lot of people were upset about it because they were just like they felt she got snubbed and I guess we all didn't know (laughs) that the year was over the cycle was over so yeah I'm super happy for that Um, I expected Ted Lasso to sweep a lot of the categories he was nominated ted lasso was nominated last year too i don't think they won much but yeah. i know uh jason today i've heard the show is fantastic though that's um, what i've heard too i've wanted to kind of start it but i've been like hesitant um don't know much too much about it i think he's a soccer coach yeah he's an american football coach who ends up um coaching soccer or football in the uk and so just adjusting to being in the UK and just the hilarity that ensues of him not understanding the sport on how to coach it. You and know what? Actually, he somewhat gained success, I think, in the show. And you know what actually did do really well, too? Uh, Maritown with Kate Winslet, Evan Peters. They won. Yep. Uh, Evan Peters won his first dark Emmy. Horse. Best Supporting Act. Best supporting that actor. That was a dark horse. I had no idea about that TV Oh, show. you have that no on here. Clue. My yeah, bad. I have it on here. I dark, jumped. Dark horse. Huge dark horse. I did not know um, that it was going to sweep a lot of awards as well. I knew I knew Kate Winslet was going to win uh, Best Actress. But it's Kate Winslet. Like Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's why when I saw her in uh, Lizzie Olsen... Me calling her Lizzie Olsen. Um, Elizabeth you, Olsen. That's tight now. <laughs> Um, when I saw her and Elizabeth Olsen in the running, I know Elizabeth Olsen has won a lot of awards for, they've won a lot of, WandaVision has won over the last couple of award shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that Emmys was a whole different ball game. Um, but it's nice. It is real. So the thing I do like about award shows, regardless of who wins and who doesn't, is the recognition that they receive for the talent that they do bring to the table for these, um, for all these pieces, especially with the Oscars, like to get even nominated for these shows, like who who knew that a Marvel show is gonna get nominated for an Emmy? Like that's fantastic still. Like Disney for Mandalorian to get nominated for Emmys every year, like We did. We the did. fans did. We, we did. did. But it's we it's nice and it's nominated. refreshing to see over the last couple of years because it's always been those serious brooding TV shows or these comedies that they put out on ABC, NBC, you know what I mean? Like it's just nice to yeah. finally see like Mandalorian get recognized at, like over the last couple of years. It's nice to see WandaVision, like probably one of the best performances, to be honest, that I've seen from Elizabeth Olsen. Um East of Maritown, or Mayor of East Town, did try and watch the first episode. Couldn't get super into it, but I definitely wanted to watch it to see what the hype was about with Kate Winslet. And I didn't know Evan Peters was in it until recently, so just my just my take. Um, yeah. Crown, not surprised. Crown not always surprised. dominates. They always have. Yeah. I love. I do. I will say. I love what they do. How they every other season they switch up the cast. I love that yeah. they're doing that to bring like amazing. I no, that's a really great idea. I'm I still stuck on too. season one, but I want to finish it. Like I want to get through it to see like. Yeah. Um, Crown was inevitable to win. Uh, Hamilton versus Bo Burnham's Inside. I heard Hamilton didn't. Did Hamilton win? Hamilton won. Really? But yes, but. <clears throat> This is the debacle that I've been having with myself. If they should have been nominated. 
Yes, but not exactly. What I'm having with my the discussion I'm having with myself is which one do I think was better? Oh. And I think Bo Burnham's inside was better. What did Hamilton win? Uh best variety performance pre-recorded or something like that, <coughs> I think it was. Interesting. Um or outstanding variety performance pre-recorded. I think what I think you can't understate the the momentum of Hamilton and how that has had an effect on the the recording. Like the album and the hype around it and just just the phenomenon that it was, I think kind of makes like lifts the recording a lot more than actually yeah. what you see on the screen. And I think nostalgia plays a huge role in that compared to what Bo Burnham did, just the product in itself. You made a whole stand-up special with no audience by yourself in quarantine. And you've been able to encapsulate the the feeling of the entire world <laughs> in a special and then be very introspective about yourself and you dealing with yourself in quarantine and isolation. I'm like, that's the better piece right did you did you see inside no i haven't okay i don't watch much I recommend stand-up comedy i recommend it a lot I, it, it it's funny and it's harrowing and it is sad and it's bittersweet and it's a lot of feelings but uh, it's a great special in my opinion i'll try and watch it's on netflix uh yes i'll try and watch it um yeah uh, we talked about Mayor of East Town. Um, yeah, I do kind of want. And Hacks, Hacks won a few awards as well, and I think I want to check out what that's. What all is about. Hacks? I have no idea. It won like two or three awards, so I was like, "Oh, better check this out." I wasn't shocked though, because I did want. Um, I really did want Catherine Hahn though to win Best Supporting Actress because I think she did a phenomenal job. Um, but obviously, when you have like a show consecutively winning all these categories. There's obviously something special with the show or they're doing, they, you know what I mean? Like I know Handmaid's Tale was winning a bunch, they won a bunch of awards back in the day. Yeah. And so did uh Westworld, which really made me like, okay, let me, let me try it out, which is it, Westworld is good. I just never got past season one. Um, so I definitely want to continue mayor of East town and see like what that's about. See how, Kate Winslet did win, but which I'm not shocked because it's Kate Winslet of all people. Yeah. Um. Sad I didn't watch it live, but love the Emmys. So now we just got to wait for the Oscars. Well, actually, Golden Globe. Actually, are they even doing Golden Globes? They said that they were going to cancel that, or they were going to just make it the Oscars. Who cares? <laughs> um. But as a side note. I did get my answer of what my sister and I were debating on, and I'm sticking by my ground. What is it? We're, we're going to get into this. Not into it, but that's actually a question for you. I am I'm curious okay. what you think. Um, it is Marvel I, wait, related. Before you, before, you t- before you tell me. Go ahead. I bet I sided with Katie. Like 100%. Okay, go ahead. What? Because it's go me. Ahead. I don't know. I just, I know. I just have a feeling that I probably will side with Katie. I, I don't know why. Um, I just, I just get this sense. So Katie had called me. Yes. We discussed the crossover that's about to happen because of obviously Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Okay. With okay. all those yeah. films, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. her her bet is yes. that Fantastic Four will come out in twenty twenty three. I said that's not happening. I said 2024, anytime after 2023, because they have so many other projects to get through before they get to the first family. Um, So Katie thinks the release date will be 2023. And I said, that's way too soon. I said they would have to announce a cast the end of this year and start filming by at least the beginning of next year. At least two years. Yeah. To get everything like they, they, they just need like at least six months. I, I don't know. Maybe six months. But then when you put everything together, like Thor, Th- uh, Love and Thunder, film beginning of this year, not coming out to end of next year. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, we're, not, we're not even talking about reshoots either. 
So, oh yeah, Spider-Man so just went through reshoots too, and so did so uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, and they started filming so, last year. Yeah. Uh, so you do so side with wrong. me. I do side with you. Thank I, you. I, I think there is a possibility that it could be like December 2023 or something like that. Like end of But they the would year, have to start filming the latest next summer. But you're right. It would, it would have to be fairly soon for we would have to, to hear a cast. Unless, unless, mm-hmm. unless, um, while Spider-Man has been filming, the director's been getting shots in for Fantastic Four, and we don't know. Which is all Unless something crazy like that has been <coughs> happening. But, yeah. I, I, I think mean, with most films, you have to give it at least two two years before you get the final product. Um, two years. Yeah, I mean that's slightly where I disagree. I know, well, I know Endgame and Infinity War shot for two years, but those were filming simultaneously. Um, it really, it really depends on the film, and that's why I kept telling Katie. Depends on the film. And I said to her, "Listen, like if you're do, if you're, if they're trying to remake this and really give us a Fantastic Four that we all really, really want, they're gonna make it right. They're gonna. I would be surprised." If we heard of a cast this year, to be honest, I wouldn't be, but I would be. Uh, we 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 have too many projects slated to come out before, and that's what I said to her, and that's kind of out. where our argument sparked. Was that I, I mean, said, we haven't got Blade yet. We haven't got Black Panther. They haven't even started filming Blade. Yet. We haven't got. We haven't even got Eternals. We haven't. You know what I mean? Like we got so many films well, to come out before. Does change too. Like, there's too many films that come out before that comes out, and we don't know what's going to happen with the material, whether it's going to get pushed back. We don't know whether Disney's going to continue this 40 day experiment thing. Like, anything could happen between now and and then. Um, well, her argument was that it was going to be a phase five film, I think, and I told her there was no way. I said, unless it's at the very end of phase five. But we don't even have that announced yet. Um, I said, end of phase four. I think she was trying to argue with me that was end of phase four, maybe beginning of phase five. And I said, no, like, that's already slated. Like, Captain Marvel and Black Panther 2 were the last two in the slate. And then I said, they have so many other projects to release. Like, Deadpool 3 is definitely going to come out Mm -hmm. way before Fantastic Four. Um, I mean, this is also another argument for another day, but... It, it was I mean, just a, this is like a recurring <clears throat> argument we've been having. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I, I liked, I, I just thought about it when we talk about Marvel because I remember we had a bet and I just couldn't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, I told her I said I, I could see a cast announcement. I could see a cast announcement this year, but I think, I think after the hype of Spider Man wraps up, you'll probably see a cast announcement. You don't think, like, right before or during, like, they want to keep the hype up? For or do you think they're going to solely focus on... Because, I mean, I don't no, even know when I D23 think, is going to be. It's, it's, I think I don't you remember. have to focus on selling Spider-Man and getting tickets and bus I and mean, seats for that. Sony didn't and give a crap when once Shang-Chi that's came over, out. Yeah, once that's over, then you can look at other projects. And and I think, I think that's what his contract would... <laughs> say that he has to do and i think that's what would follow would be a press tour and marketing and and all of that for spider-man and then once that's wrapped then turning his attention towards fantastic four. Oh, kevin Feige. I, like i was saying i i there could be things that have been happening he could be working on costing already or, or like costumes and all that stuff that could i that mean could they shot this last right year now. But, that was fantastic, yeah. though. I always show people our reaction video to the Fantastic Four thing because I was like, "Are they going to show it? Are they going to give us something at least?" Um, yeah, I wet myself that day. <laughs> I just, fantastic. I think, I think anything is possible. Um, sure, sure. One hundred percent, it could come out in twenty twenty three. I just could. think it's way too soon. I think if they're going to re- if they're going to do a third version. They're going to make it right, and they're going to take yeah. their time with it. They're not going to, like, be like, okay. I mean, again, I told Katie, they announced it last year. Just because they make an announcement doesn't mean that it's going to happen, like, within the next couple of years. They're going to make sure that the the storyline is correct, 
and the people who they cast are perfect, whether it's Emily Blunt, John Krasinski or not. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. No, Mm-mm. we're not doing this. We're not going down this rabbit hole a second time. <laughs> I'm saying Mm-mm. or not, but. That's not what you said. Yes, I did. I said or not. <laughs> I have to throw them in once in a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's all I had for tonight. Unless, do you have any final thoughts on anything we've discussed today? Have you started What If yet? Actually, my coworker today has the same... No, I haven't gotten past this first 10 minutes of the first episode, but my coworker said the same thing. He is not a fan of animation, and he really likes the show. So what does that say? So that says that I do need to watch it because... Yes. And I'm going to... Jeez Louise... I'm gonna, Confession, I'm gonna watch. I, I still haven't seen Shang-Chi yet. I am. Oh my god, so it was so good. So good. We're gonna try and resolve that at some point. Hopefully this week. But Actually, yeah. you know what I've heard too? Um so surprisingly enough, as we both know, I was not a huge fan of the Venom 2 trailer. Wasn't a fan, didn't think it looked Oh, Speaking of, sorry, yeah. continue. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, so there's a, a runtime of 97 minutes. Apparently, I don't know what the end credit scene is whatsoever. I haven't seen any spoilers. Heard people were freaking the, the hell out that apparently it's something, like, huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I heard Andy Circus, Sir, Um Yes. Sir, yeah, I've heard him say that they just dove right into Venom, let there be carnage. They said that they just wanted the whole film as like a just get right into it. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of hyped me up a little bit more for it. But like 97 minutes for a Sony Marvel film, that kind of made me a little nervous. But that's like not even an hour and a half. Yeah. Is it? Sounds. No, it's like. I'm not good at math. Uh, wait, you said 90 minutes? 97 minutes, you said? 97, so it's just about... Yeah, so it's an hour and 37 minutes. Interesting. Okay, what were you going to say? Did you see the posters for Venom 2? Kind of? Are you talking about with Venom? Like, actual Venom? No, with like half of Tom Hardy's face and Venom on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of yeah, Woody yeah. Harrelson's face and Carnage on the other side. Did you see those posters? I did. Can Why? we talk about those posters real quick? Why? They suck. Oh. <laughs> what they is up with awful. Marvel? They, they are, are putting awful. out really bad... Awful. Am I wrong? Terrible. Shang-Chi <laughs> was not... Sh- was Shang-Chi not horrible? Shang-Chi's one was horrific. They are all horrific. What are they doing? I don't know. It's I'm like... So, did feel... you see the Eternals trailer, though? Fantastic. The the trailer? No, the, the poster. They released an official poster oh, for yeah. it. Beautiful. 100%. Whoever... <laughs> I will say somebody obviously hates Shang-Chi at Marvel Studios and Venom because those posters look like they were created by a 12 year old this individual whoever this is get but them Eternals out Eternals looks beautiful I don't know what happened in that department if they were like okay probably let's... I, I wonder if it's like the director selects their marketing people like their own Chloe people Zero, to, I wouldn't be surprised to... I wonder if that's the deal. Like, you select your own marketing team to design your posters. Because I don't know who... I don't know... Okay, so the Venom one, I don't know if it's fake. If It looks fake to me. But everyone's been saying it's real. I I think it's god-awful. And considering the last few posters we've got, I wouldn't be surprised if it's real. But it's it's so bad so i mean the ones i'm oh are you talking about um there's one that's literally like it's both of them facing the camera and it's like half their faces so it's like half tom hardy half venom half woody harrelson okay yes it's awful i mean it's it's not as bad as i was thinking but the other one is zoom into it it's awful (laughs) like blow it up it's awful (laughs) um you can I mean, see their makeup on their face. It's awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, it's awful. 
No, so the one bad. I don't like is I don't know what I don't like cast photos as like I don't like the whole cast. I don't know. The one I'm looking at is both Venom and Carnage like on top and then Tom Hardy's like facing the camera and then they're all just like I don't know. I can't be one to judge because I'm not good at that stuff. But I just, I think, I actually, Shang-Chi's was so bad, their poster. I sent it to Kara and I was like, this looks like a 12 year old. Literally like pasted these on freaking Adobe or whatever they did and just didn't care. Like it was like a last minute school project and she's laughing at me and I'm like, no, like a hundred percent, like posters make they don't make the movie but like they no add they the make hype the movie. they they because because that's the only thing that you get besides the trailer is there anything you get to understand what the movie's going to be about that's your first point of reference so the poster needs to be good it, otherwise like what am i going to see if the polar doesn't if the poster doesn't intrigue me Okay, so it's it's the trailer that gets me to the movie theater, and it's the poster that, that that affirms my choice. The poster's like, "Yes, you picked the right film." Then I go and I watch it. At least that's how I look at films. Dear anyway. Lord, I hope Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is really good. Actually, Hawkeye's trailer was really good. Not trailer, poster. Poster was cute. I I wonder if all the resources. Here's my here's my theory. All of the resources towards making Disney movie posters and things look good, all of those resources and assets have now been diverted to all of the Disney Plus content. I feel like the direction so? has been... I, I feel <coughs> like they were just so... But they just all in on Disney Plus. Because if we think about... And have put all their attention on Disney Plus shows and content that... Everything else is fallen by the wayside. Because look at how everything else has been handled. I was going to say, do you, did you... WandaVision had a pretty cute poster. Like, that was pretty good. It was good. Falcon and Winter Soldier was good. Now I'm going to bring all these up. Loki was was good. That reminded I me of... I feel like the, the marketing for the shows... And Falcon and Winter Soldier was good because is- it's both of them facing away. It's the stripes in the back and it's the star in the front. So I think that's a very, I like simplicity. I like when it's like, you can clearly tell what it's going to be about. Um, and then let's see, low key. I like low key's poster because you have the clock in the back or you have like the, the theme of the colors like the the time variance. Now you have me all engrossed in this. No, I bet you. That's my theory. That's one hundred percent. You really theory. think? I believe that all asset and attention has been given yes. directly to Disney Plus content, and so all the movies have, have have. It's a miracle if a movie's good at this point. Because if you see, so I'm still analyzing these these pictures. So with Loki, you have like beautiful scheme colors like beautiful theme or scheme whatever it is you have the clock in the back and then you have all the characters but it's like one doesn't really overshadow the other but all the colors mix together whereas like the movie posters like shang chi like i don't know there was just something about the poster that i'm like okay don't really like this because it, it was just blue it was a tint of blue throughout the yeah whole and then someone literally no blew it up with like an hd color i swear yeah. i really hope sony makes a good poster for spider-man no way home like, i really do i think they will i think so uh, but too. i think Eternals. it's gonna look the way it usually looks eternals poster this is a chef's kiss oh chloe zeo fantastic because you have like the sunset in the back they're on the sand like it just meshes well are you looking at it yeah it really yeah, me- and it gives me an idea of what the film's about yeah you know? it meshes well like, you, you see have the, all the stars cam- you see the clouds you see <coughs> you see the expanse of space and you're like oh something about these individuals has something <laughs> to do with space and time and places and it just looks natural. Like, it looks great. 
Uh, fire whoever is making these posters. <laughs> That's what I now say. Now you have me fired up because I'm like... Yeah, I mean, I, okay, so I have Endgame tired. above my computer, and, like, Endgame is pretty good, because you have to, like, form all these characters on the poster somehow, but it looks good, because it's an Avengers. Because there's color in it. Yeah, and it's, like, it's the theme. I love that every Avengers poster is, like, the color of the theme of the film. I don't know, maybe I'm just biased, but... Yeah. Oh. I, that's my theory. My coworker also told me to watch the DC animated shows. Yes. He said those were very good. Yes. They're always great. I'm working on it. I promise. They're always really good. Um, any final thoughts? Anything we've discussed? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm good. You do want to... Want to do the honors? Alrighty then! That was a that had genie another, vibes. Another episode of <laughs> TWSS. That's what she said, Big Zach. And Nicole. And, and we will see you guys next time.